Welcome back, everybody, to another really fun episode of High Expectations, where the only thing higher than the expectations is us. High Expectations, we are a movie review podcast, is how I would categorize what we're doing. Um, But we're doing it through the lens of smoking weed while we're watching these movies. So we're incorporating that into how we're rating these movies. Uh, And our rating system is basically broken down into four different categories that we uh, kind of come up with a score for. So it's quotability, rewatchability, popularity, and then smokeability. So smokeability is the highest weighted because we feel like you know, we are talking about the high expectations of these movies. So yeah, because you know, the high part (laughs) and we need to make sure that that's a heavy, uh, hitter in terms of where these movies sway on our rating scale. Uh, and then our popularity score, just to clarify is we basically pull that from the audience score from rotten tomatoes for the movies that we're picking each week. So, um, yeah, we're and I keep saying we because there are two of us. Uh, I am one of the hosts, Kaz, uh, longtime movie lover, longtime pot smoker, longtime doing them together. <laughs> so this has just been kind of a match made in heaven. And then with me is always Dilo, the bearded Hello wonder. There. Yeah, I'm here as always. I'm here, always sitting. Who else across would it be? from me in the cyber world? Since we are doing this <laughs> remotely. We haven't done an episode in the same location yet, so I'm actually excited for that. That'll be a Dude, fun day when I we do that. I was just thinking, because this episode has be- become kind of a... It's been <laughs> not the easiest episode to record for because of technical reasons or whatever. Um, Seriously. With this fan... I, got, I just got, you know, because we're getting so popular and we're becoming such like a big deal... Uh, I, Huge deci- deal. <laughs> I decided to get myself a new uh, setup with a microphone, new microphone, new headphones. Um, so this, it's got a cool setting where we can be recording in the same room. So we should try it out. Oh, we should definitely try it out. So hopefully you I was all going to say, I was going to say like, if we kept having problems, we could try just like at some Do point this person. weekend, just recording it on one device in person. We could try that. Yeah, just so you all know, backstory, we have been having some technical difficulties <laughs> with this episode. Yeah. Uh, we tried fun. recording last night and couldn't get it done. Or, or no, we tried two recording nights. two nights ago. Oh, we tried doing it two nights in a row and it yeah. just didn't didn't happen. So we're trying again. We are having some slight difficult uh, technical difficulties right now still, but we're going to press on and see if we can get it to come out. Uh, good for everybody because we're excited for this episode because we really like the category because this is yeah. our first category that is from a fan of the show. So this is an audience selected it category is. or suggested category. Uh, and I actually think this was a fun one and not obscure, but uh, not one that I've heard in terms of when I've looked up, you know, different categories of movies. Right. I feel like this is somewhat it's of not going to be like a Netflix category. Exactly. This is kind of OG. So, uh, Dilo, why why don't you let us know who this came from and what it is, what the category yeah. is? Um, this is really fun. I'm excited to have an episode like this. 
um, you know, we've been going strong with, with our own suggestions and, and some suggestions from people close to us, but it's nice to have just a, kind of a listener reach out and, and give us a suggestion for, uh, a category. Uh, and this was suggested by Jenny from Pennsylvania. Shout out Jenny. We really appreciate you listening. Uh, she's a nurse. Jenny. Jenny. And, um, she came up with, you know, fitting for her profession. She came up with a category that is movies to watch on, uh, on days when you are sick, sick day movies. Sweet. And I love this category because, you know, again, I was painting this picture the last time we tried to record this, but just the, the, the vision I got of a sick day, I thought about when I was a kid, you kind of, you know, it's bittersweet sort of that you're home, right? Because you're sick, but you're loving that you're off from school and you're just going to enjoy the fuck out of it. I think Uh, it depends on the illness, but yeah. Like I think if if you have like a bad stomach bug, you are not in good shape. You're not even enjoying movies. But But if you have like a cold or you're just like hanging or this is like playing hooky. (laughs) <laughs> the kind of day or yeah, maybe you fake sick, right? And you're just yeah. like, all right, you can sleep in Ferris a little Bueller, bit. It. You're you're gonna kind of put on a movie, I wanna say mid morning, and that that's the kind of movie I was looking forward to getting on this category, right? So uh I we actually have two really fun movies that yeah. I thought were really fun to watch high. So uh what I picked this week, again, one of my all time favorites definitely not a favorite of my partners that I always make Dina want this like (laughs) no matter what and she's just like (laughs) but I went with uh, Mighty Ducks 2 we're gonna stick together you know why? because we are ducks and ducks fly together that's right and just when you think they're about to break apart ducks Ducks fly fly together. together and when the wind blows hard and the sky is black Ducks fly together! And when the roosters are crowing and the cows are spinning circles in the pasture? Okay. Uh, Ducks fly together! And when everyone says it can't be done, ducks fly together. And I specifically went with two just because I think it's the more uh, fun one to watch and it, it kind of became a little bit more of a caricature of itself, but not too much. So I, it was just super entertaining. Yeah. Uh, both Mighty Ducks 1 and 2, I think, are really good. But D2 is something I know I watched a ton when I was homesick, especially growing up. So I went with Mighty Ducks 2. It's a classic. I think it's a really good sick movie, too. Yeah. Like uplifting sports yeah. sports movie that's also fun because it's with kids. So it's it's – yeah. I was thinking that one. what what to you makes like a good sick day movie like so you went with D two so what is a good what are the parameters for you for a good sick day movie? I think it's got to be um, somewhat uplifting, right? Like something that's going to put you in a good yeah, mood, right? Because if you're feeling sure. shitty, you want it to be somewhat uplifting. I think uh, it's got to be something where if you zone out for a little bit and come right back in, you don't feel like you're going to not going to miss anything big. like something crazy. Yeah. Right. Like there's not like some huge plot that you got to pay attention to. Right. Right. Uh, and honestly, just, I think like short again, not, I know we've kind of talked about that when we're rating these movies 
and were high, like actually being a shorter movie helps a little bit in terms of, you know, smokeability and rewatchability in those categories. So, um, I think it's kind of got to have that to it too, like a, a short, but sweet movie. Yeah. I, I think that's, I mean, you kind of nailed it, uh, for me. I think uplifting is definitely one thing you almost, I feel like when it's, when I'm feeling down or sick like that, I, you want to cheer for someone or something, right? So like you're cheering for yourself to get better. You want to cheer along with a movie, definitely exactly. uplifting, definitely something you can fall asleep to. I think, yeah. you, I think you nailed it with like a good sick day parameter. Now I have another question for you and this What's is actually, that? um, my sister-in-law spike. She, she is the one that suggested that we talk about this. When you're sick, do you smoke? Um, I think obviously it depends on what kind of sickness you have, right? Like if it's all throat, That's, I'm probably that not going to. That was my exact response to her. And I think it's also something where, you know, again, with the throat, if you're just getting so dry, it just starts to hurt even more. And weed just kind of dries you up. Even if you take an edible, it kind of dries your throat up just a little bit. So yeah, definitely. I mean, cotton mouth is a real thing, folks. Yeah, it's not great when you've got like a cold going on. Stomach, I probably would smoke, honestly, because I don't think it would really affect that in any way. If anything, it'll kind of settle my stomach a little bit. So yeah, I would say probably more often than not, I am. But yeah, there's definitely occasions where it's just not, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah, I think, again, I think it's a uh it's a case by case thing here where you're right. If you're, if you have a sore throat or you're like coughing a lot or you're really congested, you're not really going to want to smoke. Um, yeah. If it's like a headache thing or a stomach thing, that's when I feel like I would smoke. So like you said, it depends on, on the basis, but like some, so the answer is <laughs> sometimes yes, sometimes no. <laughs> It's a yes, no kind of yes, deal, no. but I would say more often than not, I will is what I yeah. will say for yeah, the most fair. part. So, uh, what movie did you go with for your sick day episode? Oh man. Um, this is a movie that I've been really excited to get on the podcast. Uh, it is, it, I used to call it a guilty pleasure movie of mine because I know it's not like the best movie but I fucking love this movie and um, it's one that I, I watched when I was younger and sick. It's a movie I still put on and watch now when I'm sick, it just makes me feel good. I went with another Heath Ledger banger, a knight's tale. Name a man better with the sword than I in the practice ring, you know, of noble birth. Well, so we lie. How did the nobles become noble in the first place, huh? They took it at the tip of a sword. I'll do it with a lance. A blunted lance? Oh, no matter what, a man can change his stars. And I won't spend the rest of my life as nothing. A Knight's Tale. Great movie. I had a lot of fun watching both of these. Uh, you know, both kind of hit the categories uh, or the expectations, not expectations, but the ground rules we basically just set for a sick or day the, movie. Like the expectations, you could say expectations. Or, yeah. I mean, but title. they were short, they were uplifting. They both were, 
you could fall asleep to, you could like zone out for like two or three minutes and not really miss anything. They, so it kind of, they both fell into what we want in a sick day movie. So, and as always, when we're watching these movies, we're smoking. So, uh, I actually went with straight up herb this time in my bubbler again. So I'm kind of back on that train a little bit because I did joints last time. And for this one, I just wanted to taste it a little bit more. Yeah, so, you've been switching it up. Yeah, I've been trying to give give a good rotation, but I went with a uh, grower called Be Free, and the strain was Middle Fork, and it was a uh, indica heavy hybrid, which again has kind of been the go to the go to mention town, so to speak. Um, I've I've been really enjoying the movies on the indica leaning buds. So uh, that's what I went with this week. And I visited our friends at Dockside Cannabis. Always a great visit. Gotta love Dockside. The Dockside. Dockside. Um, nice. I went, I went, you're not going to believe this, but I smoked a joint. Uh, I went with I don't believe our it. friends. <laughs> I went with our friends over at uh, Have a Heart. I've been frequenting there um so i went with our friends that have a heart and i spoke to the bud tenders and i told them what i was looking for i told them exactly like kind of the mood i wanted to set and they hooked me up with uh, a strain from plaid jacket um which is a actually i think it's a grower that you introduced me to uh previously from, so from have a heart yeah yeah, from actually. Have a Heart. Um, really, really cool packaging, I got to say. Shout out to their packaging. Pretty fucking cool. Um, look them up. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a cardboard sleeve that's... Look them up! That is like a plaid... It's like a plaid cardboard jacket. It's kind of cool. <laughs> um, but I went look with Max... Look up the jacket. <laughs> look it up. Look the shit up. Um, I went with Max Jack, which was a, a nice. heavy... Nice, that's a cool name. Heavy indica. And it was just like... I felt happy. Um, it was kind of like a... It was kind of sour, which was... Which is, I, you know, I, that's kind of the flavor profile I like when I'm smoking. Especially yeah. a joint, because it, it tastes better... If it get, has like a little sour note to it, so um, I really like that. Um, it was just like I was so chill. It was a real chill high, so it was okay. great, fucking great for these movies. I dig it. All right, well, both enjoyed our buds. You know, again, we love kind of adding this into the mix. We love that we made this part of the podcast because it just gives us an excuse to watch really good movies, high as hell. So yeah, it's cool. never never a bad thing. So never. Let's, <laughs> Let's dive into our first movie. Uh, I want to start with Mighty Ducks 2. Let's go with the one I picked first. Uh, I'm not sure if people out there have seen Mighty Ducks 2. I assume you have, but again, I shouldn't necessarily make that assumption because I don't really know our total audience, what you know, what they've seen or anything like that. I kind of don't really know what age bracket they are or anything. We so I shouldn't really assume. All over the world, man. We're all we're over global. the world. So uh Dilo, what what is explain to us Mighty Ducks too? I got you. Here it is. <laughs> this is it's just fun to read these <laughs> ahead of time. I've been reading them ahead of time just to kind of 
know what I'm getting myself into. So sometimes I get giggly when I read these because I know it's coming. So anyway, an international competition for junior league hockey teams is being held in Los Angeles. Coach Gordon Bombay is picked to lead Team USA. He reunites the Mighty Ducks, the teen misfits he once coached to victory. This time, Crass sports promoter Tibbles tempts the Ducks to cash in on their fame in lieu of practicing. But the team eventually gets back into training and takes on Iceland and their violence-prone coach, Wolf Stanson. First of all, love the name Mr. Tibbles. Right. Like, yeah, that name totally encompassed what his character was. In this but I also movie, love but... I also love that he wasn't really Mr. Tibbles. He was just they just called him Tibbles. Tibbles. Right. Right. <laughs> I think funny. only the teacher called him Mr. Tibbles. Yeah, that was well, it. She was but you're right. Yeah. She was super respectful. Way better than any of those heathens. Yeah. That they call hockey players. Mongrels. Seriously. Um, yeah, I think. For me, this movie just screams childhood. And again, like I, I find it to be one of those perfect, uh, it doesn't necessarily, it fits into a sick day movie too, but it's like one of those movies that I feel like if you're just kind of like lounging around the home, like let's say you're doing laundry even, or just something like that. It's like kind of a cool movie just to have on. And then you can always just tune into like big moments of the, when they have like hockey game showdowns and shit like that like you can just tune into your favorite scenes of this and especially this one right like great cast uh you know they introduce you know the knuckle puck which became kind of a world-renowned thing right like i remember using that when i played street hockey after seeing (laughs) that yeah dude so russ he was the man i i just again i had a great time watching this i always have a great time watching this movie so in yeah. terms of quotability, though, again, I, I'm getting better at trying to be more realistic, taking into account, you know, my feelings <laughs> about it, but also just the general public and what I know. And just from talking with people about the movie and who really has seen it, who's not. So I'm starting to become more realistic. But for this one, in terms of quotability, you know, as I was watching it, I was like, it wasn't necessarily filled with one liners, but I like remembered scenes so well. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know. it's definitely, and I, I have, it's funny because it's funny that you bring this up for this movie because I agree there are really fucking funny one-liners. Like my, <laughs> the line that made me die laughing, and it does every time I watch this, is when uh, Gordon Coach Bombay comes in with the hair slicked back, and um, what's the the kid with the glasses? Averman. Uh, Averman. He he like comes. Would up you lose a goes, bet? Because nice haircut, lose a bet. <laughs> right, that's a great. That is a great line. It's, it's an all-time line, right? And then there's like, you know, uh, you lost the game for me. You lost it for me. You lost it for yourself. Let's go shake their hands. You lost it for yourself. You, you lost know. it for yourself. And then your all-time... Good work, Captain Duck. Dude, your all-time favorite quote. What is it? Uh, Woo, woo, woo. Woo, you're right. <laughs> Dude, that is my all-time favorite quote. Yeah, I just... I think this movie... It, you know what? I take it back. It does have some good one-liner quotes. It's just... I don't know. 
There are quote there are good quotes and like the the Kenny Wu line is I think to me quotable because it's so quotable to you. Like yeah, that's it's super just, quotable. I don't know that that's the most quotable line if you went and were like, oh hey Kenny Wu. Like, woo, woo, right. woo, Kenny, woo, to someone on the street, they'd be like, are you having a stroke? Yeah, what the fuck are yeah. you screaming in my face, damn <laughs> Yeah, like, <Right. laughs> back up, sir. Um, so, kind of taking into account all that, right, like, yeah. I feel like there's definitely some quotability to it. I feel as though the scenes are really memorable. Like, I just, rem- I remember the sequence of events really well when watching the movie, right? Like I can tell what's about to happen kind of deal. So I kind of played that into it a little bit in terms of quotability and it's like memorability too. I went, but I, I stayed realistic. I went with a 6.25. Wow. Okay. That's lower than I thought you were going to go for this. Yeah. And I think it's just because I started to realize like, again, I wouldn't say, that it's I actually went higher than you did. I kind of figured this would happen because like I, I was and I'll tell you, my original score I gave it was a seven. And okay. I kinda like pulled myself back from it. So I mean we can talk about it in terms of I picked seven because that was really my true score, but you know but I you were trying I, to re- reel it in I was, a bit. I guess I was trying to reel it in, but let's go well, with a seven because that's man. my true. true I'm gonna be you. true to me. Yeah. Be true to your school. Be true to yourself. Um seven. Be true to your school. Um, I respect that. And I'm actually very close to a seven. So that's why I respect it so much. And this is kind of before I lost my train of thought going with the one-liners. I actually had this conversation with Katie. We were talking about the category that is quotability because she, she knows the show. She doesn't listen religiously, but she knows the show and she gets the overall concept but we were talking about the category specifically and she was like wait so like quotability isn't just quotes from the movie and i was like well no it's also like it's become more of as the show grows we grow and it's become more of like a a a quotability slash memorability like what do you remember from the movie and like you remember the big scenes from this like yeah the we're back montage you know what i mean you remember the game you remember the shootout um, you know, you, you remember all the characters and, and like the street, the street gang or not gang, yeah. but like the street team that they play. Exactly. You remember um, all that shit, right? Russ's exactly. older brother who had just, he's so haunted and wise. Like, how is he so wise at that age? <laughs> just, those, the streets of LA just freaking. They really, they make a kid grow up fast. eh? super fast. Yeah. Um, Dude, and Fulton is the Bash Bros. Come on, like it's, right. this is this is a memorable movie, and it is quotable. So I was really close to what you said with the, your original score of seven. I gave it a six point eight. Okay, so that's fair. So I mean, I think for this one, like let's split the difference because again, I wanted to sort of be pulled back slightly because I was like, you know, there's we've definitely had movies on here that are way more quotable, uh, yeah. and I felt like. For me, what was really driving this score for me was more of the memorable scenes and stuff like that versus the the quotes. But 
again, obviously we found some quotes that we, we clearly remember word for word. So it's got some quotability to it. So I say 6.9, lock it in for Mighty Ducks 2, solid score to start it off, I would say, like definitely above average. Uh, yeah, and I think that's a great score. It's a start starting strong. And I actually think it's probably where it's going to perform the worst. So I think it's really only going to go up from here. Although I didn't look at the Rotten Tomato scores yet. So let's go to rewatchability, which I actually gave it a, a higher score for that. Because like I said, I feel like this is one of those turn on, I could turn on multiple times a year and just catch it. Even if it's for like 30 minutes here, I could watch it all the way through. I I know for me personally, it's super rewatchable. And I I feel like it is rewatchable to a lot of people because it was a really popular movie when it came out. So I went in terms of rewatchability, I gave it an eight. Wow. Okay. Which is an aggressive score, but I felt like, especially for me, like this is like a anytime, like if I have like a day to myself kind of deal, there's always pretty much a possibility that this is going on or the big green. (laughs) So I'm Which is when we have to get on here for you. Definitely. But, um, so I gave it an eight, which I know is a high score, but it, I feel like it definitely has rewatchable qualities for sure. I think it does. I think you're right that there's definitely rewatchable qualities. I, this is, this is not the movie I'm going to rewatch a lot. I mean, even of the three of them, I would put on the first mighty ducks before I put on D two personally me. Whack. <laughs> um, Quack. But, quack. Quack. That's quack. Ca- that's quack. <laughs> um, but I do I think there's like you're saying, there's definitely a big group of people that love this movie, you being probably the foremost person there. The I king. Think, I think the king of that that title. Um I think this is a great sick day movie. Like going back to our our original assignment given to us yeah. by Jenny uh sick day movie this is a great sick day movie because it's short because you know exactly what's going to happen it's formulaic like misfit yeah. kids versus like the underdog misfit kids versus the better team classic yeah. right classic um fucking classic so i i respect that but it's not even of that genre it's not my favorite version of it there's a version that we're going to talk about coming up real soon that i'm excited to talk right um but i gave this a 6.3 rewatch rewatchability for myself yeah i'm sorry man it's hard all right so 6.38 you know splitting the difference or just going with a straight seven you know I I think we also have to take into account. I feel like there's a lot of people that rewatch this movie. I think. Do you? I am pretty sure. Let's go. Let's go to some other. Besides scores. Let's you, see if going to other scores. Dina, who do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Dina. Uh, let's go with. Do you think it's as rewatchable as Little Miss Sunshine? Uh, see, that's tough because. This is an easier movie to rewatch, but I love Little Miss right. Sunshine. But so it's would... close. So what I'm yeah. saying is Little Miss Sunshine's a 7.3. I think giving Mighty Ducks a 7 keeps it in that. Because you, like you said, it's. I think it's close to that. 
Okay, that's fair. For different for different reasons. I think a seven right? is good. I think a seven yeah. is good. Like definitely for different reasons than Little Miss Sunshine, but nonetheless, it it is super rewatchable. Yeah, I th- you know we, you know I get like if it, you it, if you came home like if if we ever like came home from like hopefully one day smoking at like a lounge or something, <laughs> I this would be a movie I'd be I like, yo, we're lounge. high as hell. Let's fucking put this movie on, dude. Yeah. So let's lock it in on a seven. So again, moving up a little bit, uh, as I thought it would. I didn't look at the Rotten Tomato score, so let's see if this is gonna totally trash it, which I imagine it's gonna. I don't so. think it trashes it, but I think you're gonna be upset. Not great. Yeah, it's yeah. five point nine. I thought it was gonna be in the sixties range, but that's okay. I mean, I think that that's pretty spot on. Again, and you know, I'm gonna see what the. Let's see. Does it have a critique? It doesn't even have the dignity of giving like a critic critique. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, the critic score is that's brutal. I mean, yeah, twenty one. That's well. Really I mean, bad. Mighty Ducks. If you look, Mighty Ducks has a twenty three, and that's tragic. Yeah. I mean, I thought this one would definitely be. What the fuck? I'm looking at. I'm looking at some of these. The like you might also likes on. Uh, right, Ron Hocus Tomatoes. Pocus. Sister Act Two has an eighteen percent critics score. What the That's fuck is wild. that? That's wild, dude. Damn, Angels in the Outfield. Great yeah. movie, man. These we'll are... have to figure out a way to get. Yeah, all the you might also like movies. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that made. should be a category for us. We should just be like a, a you might also like the next you might also like category. You see, you got to pick a movie from it. Ooh. Keep that in your back pocket. Um, all right, so that'll give Mighty Ducks a 5.9 in terms of our rating scale, so that kind of yeah. sucks a little bit. Uh, let's go with smokeability. Let's let's talk about this because, again, I think this movie lends itself to being a really fun high movie because yeah. it's got a lot of it's action funny. in it. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, again, it's short. It's got heart. It's got some heart in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it does. you remember the characters. I feel like you definitely identify with the characters and remember oh, them and their, yeah. their distinct personalities, like Fulton, Charlie Conway, Adam Banks, Jesse. Mm-hmm. You got Goldberg, Julie the Cat, Gaffney, Kenny Julie Wu, the Cat, Kenny you know Wu. Dean Portman, Ooh, Chicago, Wu. Illinois. See, that's actually that scene. I feel like I could remember. Well back in the day like word for word i mean that knowing what we know now though like in the in the moment those scenes are are powerful when he makes them do the sprints back and forth on the ice exactly then now being grown up we know that those are stolen directly from the you know the miracle on ice the oh sure yeah 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 exactly yeah um but it's still it's funny because like you're saying it's a memorable moment to me because i remember it as a kid being such a powerful moment for like that team you know what i mean so yeah it was a turning point yeah um so anyway in terms of smokeability i feel like it hits a lot of the notes i gave it a seven which again is somewhat of an aggressive score but i i think this is the kind of movie that if you throw on when you're high you're like it's kind of a it's there, gonna it's, hit in some way. It's a stroll down memory lane for us, yeah. which I think always yeah. hits on the smokeability in a way. Um, 
I had a lot of fun watching this. This is not, again, like I was saying before with the rewatchability, it's not a movie that I throw on frequently, but when I do, I enjoy it. Right. Um, yeah. And I think I, I really enjoyed it because it had been such a long time since I'd seen it. And I smoked this really bomb weed. Um, oh yeah. I, so, you know, the, the one liners were hitting just, you know, Jan's Hoffman, Pfeffer and eggs. Hoffman, Pfeffer and eggs. Yeah. Like, you look just, like you just got out of the shower. Oh my god, dude! There's so like Man, those we may kind have to of raise its. We may have to raise its quotability. But like those kind of like those moments are so funny when you're stoned. I know. So I I do think a seven is aggressive, but I respect it to the point of I actually gave it a seven point one smokeability. Okay, so I'm gonna go with seven point one because I think it deserves it, and I think. I know this is dude. I, it, I know in the moment it's hard to amend. I think we should up it from a six point nine to a seven in the quotability. Just based off the conversation we just had, we're basically we know like the whole movie. I guarantee it if we actually went down to it, which is a big sign. <laughs> I think, but I also think I also think D two is very specific to you and me. In a way, like I haven't seen I know. it in a while, but like, that's I part know a of, lot of that's our rating. That's okay. that's like all right. That's fair. I, I'll give it a seven. Yeah. Give me that. Give me that seven. Come on. Come on. All right. Cool. All right. So we'll lock it in at the seven for quotability now. 7.1 for smokeability. Right. Oh, totally. I'm just scores. looking through my notes here. The queen, the we are the champions queen sing along at the end. I remember Great that, that ending. was, I feel like that may have been my introduction to queen and I just never looked back. Queen's one of my all time favorite bands. Oh, fucking love it. Great way to end the movie. It was great. Oh, yeah. So, and I would say for this one for Mighty Duck, so that actually gives us a 6.8 as the final score for this movie, which is uh, uh, kind of where I thought it would land, right? I think I thought the audience score would be in the 60s range. So it kind of makes sense that it ends up in the high sixes for us. So I think that's a very good representative of the movie. So we are ducks uh, and ducks fly together. Always. They never fly on their own. Yeah, I've um, never seen a single duck in the air by itself. Fucking loser if they are. Yeah. Uh, and then in terms of how high I would get for this movie, I, probably like stoned, I feel like. Yeah. I also think this is like, this one. could be like a fun, like. Get a little high and laugh. Get like on like a Sunday morning, just kind of like, you know how sure. so, sometimes on Sunday wake you and just bake. like. Wake and bake and do just like a chill kind of easy wake and bake. It'd be a good. So there you go. We're gonna say that it's a great Sunday morning Sunday morning movie. Easy wake and bake movie. Yeah. Or all right, sick day. Or sick day, definitely. Hopefully not on a Sunday. Hopefully it's on a work day, so you can take off from work. Fuck work. You know, Um, take off a day anyway. Just take off, quit. I respect it. Um. All right. So we'll lock that in. Official score, 6.8 for Mighty Ducks 2. Good, solid pick for this category. So let's go to your pick, D'Lo. We're going to go to oh boy, A Knight's Tale, which was a really fun watch. Kind of a classic knight uh, love story, which was, mm-hmm. which was great. But uh, I won't give it away. D'Lo, what do, we, what do we have when we're watching A Knight's Tale? What, are, what is the... What does the synopsis tell us? I got you. 
Peasant-born William Thatcher begins a quest to change his stars, win the heart of an exceedingly fair maiden, and rock his medieval world. With the help of friends, he faces the ultimate test of medieval gallantry, tournament jousting, and tries to discover if he has the medal to become a legend. And you know what, dude? She totally did rock everyone's world, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like... His world got rocked by her, and he just he rose to the occasion, man. What he can did. I say, man? Heath Ledger just fucking rude the day, fucked the day. Did he just he made it? <laughs> he made it all his fucking bitch, dude. Dude, uh, Heath Ledger in this but, movie is just a peach. This was really fun to watch because I I love movies like this, like night yeah. type movies that aren't super serious. Yeah. So. It's like kind uh, of a period piece, but like is it's doesn't take itself too serious. Exactly. I, I was reading how, about the director and how he he wanted to infuse it with like the there's a lot of classic rock in this. There's actually uh, Queen in this movie too. Weird connection. The soundtrack um, is really good. It's so good, and he and the reason he chose to do the kind of classic or this like classic rock style in the jousting world was because he wanted to make people in the audience feel what it was, what people back then felt like their music felt like to them. Like it was just as exciting for them to hear that kind of music. But when you listen to it in, I guess, when did this come out? 2001, 2000. Yeah. Something like that. Right. Yeah. That kind of old style music isn't going to hit. You don't want to listen to Gregorian chants. No, you're right. Like he's basically trying to recreate the experience that they got from their music with our own music. So he could create the same feeling. It's just, it's really good. And it, it, again, it does like, it's not the best night movie I would say out there by any means, but it's a great sick day movie. It's a fun kind of rendition of a night's tale. So yeah, it's, it was really good. Um, but what I will say is kind of similar to what I thought was going to happen with Mighty Ducks. I here so I gave I I gave a Knight's Tale really high scores other than I think quotability, I would okay. say. Because this is definitely a movie I've seen a bunch, right? And I feel like other than the soundtrack, right? The soundtrack I remember very well because mm-hmm. I just always remember it being so good. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I feel like there were only maybe like a handful of lines that I like really recognized as like crack up moments or like super witty yeah. that okay. I know I used back in the day. But again, it's not, it's still above average in my opinion. So, okay. but I just thought this was, so I gave it a six in terms of quotability. Oof. Oof. Yeah, because I was like, some of the quotes also were very much like, and this could be what the director's kind of going for, like kind of like generic, like old night talk kind of deal. You know what I mean? Like just kind of classic lines that knights would, I think would say in like all these movies. spirit is gone, but his stench remains. Like, again, it's stuff. Yeah, so... I gave it a six in terms of quotability, which is still above average to me. And, uh, but like also comparing it to other movies we've seen, I just thought, you know, there wasn't like a ton that I would remember. And I, I know I've seen this movie a bunch. So that's kind of how I came to that score. 
That's fair. Um, this is a movie that I quote a lot. I specifically quote this movie a ton. I quote it probably, I would say once a day. There's the one, there's just like one random, like one offline where he's trying to get his armor fixed and he goes to the one. Excuse me. Cash purse, no promises. God. Excuse me, sir. I... You might try the ferris. A woman? Beggars cannot be choosers, my lord. guy and he's like beggars cannot be choosers my lord and he's like trying to tell him to go to the woman or the the ferris is what he calls kate right Um, and it's just it's something i use i probably use that line once a day um it's you got like all of paul bettany's big speeches which the speeches are memorable for sure the speech scenes are memorable And with no more ado, I give to you the seeker of serenity, the protector of Italian virginity, the enforcer of our Lord God, the one, the only, Sir Ulrich von Lichtenstein. A lot of the jousting scenes with William, with Heath Ledger's character in them, those are memorable scenes. You have the big ball where he's put on the spot and he has to put put on like a wild dance, and then you get him and Shannon Sossaman dancing to David Bowie, which just man, as a young boy, that had me my sexuality all kinds of confused. That scene, hell yeah, um, it is just this movie's so fucking good. I love this movie. Oh, which is great, you know. Again, like we always say, you know. The ratings are not necessarily how great the movie is. See, but I also think it's quotable. My foxy lady. Like, I, there are, like, if anyone quoted any part of this, when he's teaching him to dance and he goes, and twirly, twirly. And three and four. And what doesn't lead, he follows like a girl. Fucking hilarious. It's so good. I gave this a much higher score than you did. I gave it an eight. Oh. Yeah. I think this is where it's like we got to look at other scores that we've given out and really. You told me to be to like, true to myself, and you, this you is be a true movie to yourself. That be I true quote, to your school, dude. That's totally fine. This is a movie I quote constantly. We had M- Mrs. Doubtfire as an eight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it can't be on par with Mrs. Doubtfire. My original score that I wrote down was much higher. That's you're crazy, my friend. <laughs> Eight is an is a pretty high score, I think, for this movie. Uh, the wedding singer. Let's see. Yeah, so those are the other eights that we gave out. Yeah, I know. I know it's not an eight. Independence Day. To me, it's an eight. To me, it's an eight. To me, it's higher than an eight. That's wild. 
I, it's called a lawn. Better a silly girl with a flower than a silly boy with a horse and a stick. Goodbye, then. It's called a lance. Hello? Hello. I feel like I would be... You think it's more quotable than Mighty Ducks 2? Which we gave a 7? To me, yes. Yeah. Oof. I don't know. I'd be willing I mean, to I give it a 7, though. I would give it a 7, though. I would say it's on it with. I would tie it with me Mighty too. Ducks. I don't think I could go over it, because I definitely know Mighty Ducks way better, but... What I could see give, how. What did we give? Um, I'm trying to think of one of the other. Legally movies. Blonde. No, I think this is. I think this is way more quotable than Legally Blonde. Personally. Personally, right. Legally Blonde is definitely more quotable to the masses, though. A hundred percent. Maybe it's just a more popular movie. It's just yeah. Well, I don't know. When we get down to the audience score, this is a pretty popular movie. Fair. You're right. Based on Rotten Tomatoes, if we make if that's like the measuring stick, I guess. Yeah, yeah true. Anyway, um, fine. A seven is fine. I'll go with a seven. I think the seven perfectly captures what did you give this movie it a too. six? I gave it a six. Yeah, that's too low. Seven. I don't know, man. A seven. This, right. I think this, I think you could quote this movie to people and they'd know what it was from. Potentially, but I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> and I am a betting man. Yeah, I know. All right. <laughs> you have so a seven. Let's go with a seven. I think, I think it's fair. If we rewatch it and I change my mind, like if it's like, if it, like if it you in the list, jumps out on, at me man. more, so then quotable. I'm willing to amend it after I watch it again. So we might have to put it on a rewatch. Uh, all right. A man can change his stars. Come on, dude. This is cool. rewatchability. I was definitely way more generous because it is like oh. kind of similar to Mighty Ducks, but probably even more is kind of a throw-on whenever type of movie. Uh, any occasion. Like I li- like all the things I listed for D two plus kind of deal, just because the storyline is 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 fun and it has that element of romance to it that makes it. The romance, uh, the action, the exactly. comedy—it kind of hit. It, it's kind of firing on all cylinders. It does. Uh, I give it an eight point two five, which is like okay. aggressive for me. That's too. yeah. I think that's how I was expecting you to be much lower on this. And I think no, this no, is, it's rewatchable. This is an interesting turn for us because this movie is over two hours. This is a two hour and fifteen, yeah. twelve. Sorry, two it hour did, and twelve minute movie. It did seem long. I will say that. Um, but, and this is kind of where I come in back, you know, weave the category back in with sick day movies. I sometimes think long movies when you're not feeling well are better because you fall asleep. So like you fall dances asleep. with wolves, <laughs> dances with wolves, fucking Titanic, the revenant. Yeah. Um, but I think if you like throw on a movie and you doze off for a little bit, it's almost comforting waking up to the same movie. You know what I mean? So I like that this is a bit longer for a sick movie. Um, I this is a movie I watch when I'm sick. This is a movie I watch when I'm well. It, it better be based off the category, duh. 
this is a movie I, I I just this is a movie I will watch multiple times a year because and like I said earlier I used to call it a guilty pleasure now I just call it it's a pleasure I fucking love this movie a I pleasure it, I gave it a nine rewatchability whoa all right hold the phone hold the phone hold again, the phone again I'm putting I have the scores I write in my handy dandy notebook are for I, me all right all right. You son of a bitch! Don't come! You, don't come gotta, for I'm my I'm coming throat. at you, man. I'm coming for your throat, dude. Uh, you that would put it. So if we gave it a nine, it would tie it with Hercules. No way. And I know that about you. There's no way. Uh, there's a way. I uh, watch this movie a lot, dude. I watch Pirates this of the Caribbean a lot. You're gonna yeah. put it on that? Yeah, I'm, I don't. Nah. I think you're underestimating how much I watch this movie. No, but I mean, like, again, there's movies that we all watch a lot, but in terms I know, of this good is what I'm rewatches. Saying. The scores that I write down are the scores that I would give it OGU. Yeah. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I can put it on. I don't know if I can put it on that level. Like, Hook is a 9.1. It's, I, it's... Will, I will agree to come down a bit. I'm just explaining why I gave it a 9. 8.5 how about an 8.5 i'll give it an eight i'll i'll be happy to give it an eight and a half because part of my strategy with giving it a nine was again because that's how i this is and I, if, if katie were here i would call her in it's okay so it is on par with teenage mutant ninja turtles to yes. secret of the ooze we also gave an 8.5 yeah, so i, would, I feel yeah, like i there i agree with that i okay. would say it's pretty much as rewatchable as that i would lean towards ninja turtles but Again, I think we both uh, see, would, I would, but I would, no, I nah. actually would lean a night's tale. All right. Next, when you're sick, I'm going to like put, I'm going to like give you somehow like trick you into the scenario. And then when you pick Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'm going to tell our audience that you're a bold faced liar. You are underestimating how much I enjoy this movie. I, this is, this is like an all time favorite movie for me because I, I, I know it's cheesy. I know that it's, there are very corny aspects. I know it's not even the best, like period piece, like or action night movie. But it's a movie that it came out at a time when I just really enjoyed it. The first few times I watched it, and I've loved it my entire life. And it's just it's a comfort movie for me. That's why I think it's fucking. I think it's so rewatchable. I would put this on. All right. Any, well, and again, days. the audience feels the audience of rotten tomatoes feels obviously very similar, right? It's it got a 79% as the audience score. Yeah. So I mean, that's a strong audience. That's score a pretty strong kind of audience score for sure. So, I mean, it's clearly a liked movie. It's clearly popular, uh, you know, higher than a lot of our movies, honestly. I mean, some movies have gotten some pretty high scores, but we've picked some pretty epic movies as well. So yeah. that's to be expected, but 7.9 is a super respectable score and is, you know, kind of keeping it pretty high in terms of our rating. I mean, a seven, an 8.5 and a 7.9 so far, that's pretty high with smokeability still to go, which has the heaviest weight, which again, this movie for me is a great high movie, uh, kind of similar to like princess bride meets like Robin hood, Prince of Thebes, like very similar vibes has like very similar vibes has the action has the love this one has more comedy than like robin hood prince of thieves but yeah this movie is funny i think this movie is funny as hell um and so 
you know, with that, I gave it an 8.5 in terms of smokeability. Wow. Because that's strong. it's right. The only knock against it was that it's long, right? Yeah. I would say, but that it didn't it feel that long. Yeah. It didn't really feel that long because I don't know, these kind of movies just kind of get you sucked in because it's like, like you said, the fact that it's a period piece, the fact that this movie really used music to draw you in even more yeah. so. The, the so use of the soundtrack was impeccable. Huge. So yeah, I, really I gave it an 8.5 for smokeability. Wow. I'm, I'm impressed with that score. I did, was not expecting you to go that high. Um, this is, yeah, man, this was a fun watch, Stone. This was a really fun watch, Stone. And I have watched it in the past, Stone. But this, I think... The, the, yeah, me the, too. The weed hit. Um, dude, Paul Bettany's character, the way he plays Jeffrey Chaucer, who just like to weave the, like thread the needle a little more, Jeffrey Chaucer is the person that wrote A Knight's Tale, which is like one of his famous stories. Um which is an interesting, just an interesting tidbit about the the movie. Um, he's so good in this. You have Mark Addy and and um, oh my gosh, what's his name? The guy that plays Watt. Oh, he's in everything. I love him too. Why can't I think of his name? Alan Tudyk. Uh, oh, he's so good. The redhead guy. He's so good. Right. Also, he's was got... the pirate in Dodgeball? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's the he's so many Disney voices. He's incredible in this. The whole speech where he goes on with Chaucer, I will fong you, like your entrails will become your extrails. Right. His like hot headed characters and hilarious. Dude, Heath Ledger just charming the pants off of everyone on screen. Yeah. Shannon Sossman matching that energy. An all time like Rufus Sewell as a as a villain. Count Adamar is such a good villain in this that it's just it's so fun agree. to watch. This movie's so fun to watch. You have the just incredible jousting scenes. They they make jousting look so fun. I fucking love it. Uh I I went with an eight smoke ability. So I was, oh, I was okay. close to you. Um because I did find it really fun to watch Stoned, but I also want to respect how much, how frequently I do watch this. Any in any state of mind, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, that's putting fair. something on to fall asleep. It could be a Night's Tale. I'm like cleaning around the house. It could be a Night's Tale. I'm getting home from work and smoking weed. I could be a Night's Tale. You know what I mean? So it's not always going to be Stoned, but it is a really good Stoned movie. So I went with an eight. Went with an eight. Well, then let's split the difference. Let's go 8.25. So it is somewhat taking into account both of our final scores there. So that gives it an overall eight, which is a really strong score in our system. I mean, again, it's not the champion or anything, but it's it's up there. It's on the high end of scores. So it becomes Sir William. This movie is, oh, I love this. It's in the eight realm. No movie has cracked the eight realm yet like nobody's gotten into the nines which i think could change if we do some rewatches but um right now Lion we don't King have is still... any overall nines like anything no overall nines no wow. no overall nines but our champ right now is lion king which is going to be hard to beat for sure but that's we're going like to find eight, it eight that's an eight eight but we are lion on the king. quest to find it 
what was this one? I, I, I'm this was an high. eight, flat eight. Flat eight. Wow. This okay, was a flat cool. eight versus an 8.8 for. I think that yeah. is a great score. Man, it is. We, it's a solid score. We're getting good at this, dude. Yeah. Uh, so that locks that in, in terms of how high I would get for this movie, it, you know, kind of all levels, you'll probably definitely need to smoke twice because it is, you know, a decently long film, but, uh, I would say any level works for, for this movie. It's pretty fun. It's got a lot of everything in it, action, romance, comedy, like we said. So, uh, yeah, I think both these movies got a really realistic rating for what they are. Uh, in terms of movies that you know you can watch high, or what our interpretation of them is uh, high, so uh, super fun. Love this category. Hopefully, we yeah. get another one from another uh, listener. So, anybody out there, you can message us with uh, any categories you're thinking of, or any movies that, and we can turn it into a category. Either way, just throw ideas our way. We're more than happy to. Uh, yeah, I just want to so. take a second again to shout out Jenny. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you you throwing out suggestions and, you know, throw out some more. We may take Give some us some more. Yes, yeah. we we're, we're always we'll open for biz. Uh, Dilo, do you got a would you rather for us today? I do. I do. And it's based on the category, not necessarily on the movies chosen because I guess you yeah. would say which montage would you rather be a part of. But um, – so this has to do with being sick. No one likes to be sick. Would you rather always be congested or always be kind of nauseous? Always congested because I already deal with that shit anyway. <laughs> I so, told Katie you were going to say that. I was like, I yeah. know he's going to go with that because he lives he just, that life. I live that life. And like was, feeling nauseous would just be shit would be really shitty to feel like that. Like that's yeah, more debilitating. Like yeah. Because then you can't eat, you can't, yeah. Yeah, if you're everything. just walking around okay. feeling right. nauseous. Then would you rather, okay, I'm going to change it. Would you rather always be kind of nauseous or always have a headache? Probably a headache. For the same, for because you think it's more debilitating to be nauseous. Yeah, because like, like if you're... Life. If you're nauseated, you're just kind of like, you're not in the mood to do anything. Like, you don't even want to move, right? Like, headache, you can kind of just, like, walk it off, gut through it, stuff like that. But it's like the nause, like, nauseous feeling, it's kind of debilitating. Yeah, that's fair. I, I tend to agree with you there. So you're you're taking... Uh, although, the... dude, sometimes just, like, having a headache puts you in such a bad mood. Like, if I have a headache, sometimes I'm just, like... I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> like I, I'm just gonna want to lay in a dark room and do nothing. I feel the same way about being nauseous though, because it's just like, what can you do? Because moving hurts. Like moving yeah. makes it worse. I don't it's mean terrible. like like feel like you're gonna throw up. I just mean like kind of nauseous, like not like over. debilitating, not like a debilitating stomach ache, like not like seasick or hungover. Yeah, just like yeah, like oh, I, oh, yeah. Yes, seasick is a good, slightly seasick. That would still suck, dude. That shit sucks on all levels. Fair. All right. Well, (laughs) again, we we always want to give everybody the props that they uh, should get 
because we can't really do this just the two of us there's a lot of things that go into these episodes so uh want to shout out squadcast that's the platform we use uh it's been a really good tool for us great for beginners check it out uh vince sasso and the vince sasso trio uh great band uh vince himself wrote us our intro and exit riff it's super cool rip dude so Thank you again, Vince. If you're in the New Jersey area and listening, check out the Vince Sasso Trio. They are a great band. Check uh, them out on Instagram too. Yeah, tr- check them out on Instagram, primarily based out of Bordentown. Uh, Podcastle is another uh, platform we use to edit. That's what Delo uses. Works really well. It's delightful. Again, great for beginners. So uh, give it a look if you're trying to start doing the uh, podcast thing too. All of our favorite dispensaries in the area here in the Pacific Northwest in Seattle, uh, the Cushery in Lake Forest Park, Have a Heart in Greenwood, Dockside Cannabis in Ballard. As always, it's always fun going into your dispensaries. We love you. We love the dispensaries out here, specifically in Seattle and the Pacific Northwest. They're just such a good experience. Um, If you want to get in touch with us for, again, any categories movies suggestions feedback anything at all you can reach us at podcast.highexpectations at gmail.com uh, you can reach us on instagram at high.expectations.pod uh, and again anything any sort of communication we're yeah. all for it come find uh, us come find us tell everybody Chat. about us keep tuning in again we've got some good things in the pipeline coming up so definitely want you all to Keep listening. Uh, keep, keep listening and stay interested and let us know what Tell you want to hear. Spread the word. Spread the word spread as the much good as you word can. Of high expectations. All right, everybody, that wraps it up for this episode. As always, be kind and stay.